السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه The first thing I would like to say is that as soon as we came into the masjid people began praying but the whole time has not begun yet so you are in zawal and zawal time is makruh so in the future please ensure that dhuhr time has begun i think it, today it shows 1149 um, before you offer the the sunnah or the tahiyya of masjid that is the better option So last week, we began speaking about steadfastness, to remain steadfast. And we said that this is something that Rasulullah prayed for by saying, Allahumma inni as'aluka thabata fil amr, that Ya Allah, I ask you to make me firm and steadfast, firm on this matter, meaning the matter of Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us in the Qur'an to make the dua رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِغْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً That, O oh Allah, do not divert our hearts away from you after you have given us guidance and grant us mercy. إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَابِ And this verse or this dua is mentioned after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it is Allah that revealed the Quran to you. The majority of its verses are very clear verses. Clear in meaning. But there is a minority of verses that are what? Ambiguous. The meaning of these verses are not clear to the human being because these matters deal with the unseen. And so because these verses deal with the unseen, they deal with Allah, the attributes of Allah, they deal with matters of Akhirah, they deal with paradise, hellfire, things that we cannot see, we cannot sense, we cannot reach. So they are difficult to understand. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ زَيْغٌ Those who have something wrong with their hearts. Right? They seek to do what? They seek to explain and they seek to delve into the meanings of the verses that cannot be understood by them. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further on, He says, رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِغْ قُلُوبَنَا Do not divert our hearts away from you. Why? Because if you delve in things that you have no understanding of, that will lead to what? Misguidance. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the people of the book, he says to the people of the book, you have began to debate and you have gotten involved in a discussion that you have no knowledge of in relation to Ibrahim and Musa and Isa You have no knowledge. You were not there. The knowledge is with Allah. Allah knows. You do not know. 
And then he says, مَا كَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ يَهُودِيًّا وَلَا نَصْرَانِيًّا Neither can the Jews claim Ibrahim, nor can the Christians claim Ibrahim, for Ibrahim was neither Jew nor Christian. وَلَكِنْ كَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا He was one who had submitted himself to the truth and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so this tells us that one of the dangers is that ulama say that misguidance can come from two this is commonly known two main channels one is shubuhat doubts doubts in relation to what Allah has revealed doubts in relation to what the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam has brought from Allah right meanings of certain verses interpretations meanings of certain ahadith of Rasulullah so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that those who are going to be misguided they do what they delve into these verses and into these in, in, in uh, statements of Rasulullah and they start looking for uh, trouble <laughs> why because this cannot be comprehended by the human mind. There is a limit to our understanding. Allah says you cannot encompass Allah. And this is why you cannot encompass the Quran and the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot understand all of its meanings. Allah began Quran with Alif Lam Mim. Explain that. You cannot. It is not the speech of a human being. It is the speech of Allah the Most High revealed through Jibreel to our beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ زَيْغٌ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ مَا تَشَابَهَ مِنْهُ بْتِغَاءَ الْفِتْنَةِ وَبْتِغَاءَ تَأْوِيلِهِ They seek what? Fitna. And they seek to interpret things that are beyond them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of people of deep faith, conviction, and belief. Those of deep knowledge, they say what? We believe in it. Whether we understand it or we don't. We believe that whatever Allah has revealed is the truth. And anything that opposes what Allah has revealed is falsehood. Because they realize that all of the aspects of Iman require that you submit yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, we believe in angels. Yes? Now somebody will come and say, well, angels and what have you and um, how do we know? And, right? Or we believe in jinns, we believe in shayateen. Now if you seek to understand these things with your human mind and fully comprehend them, you will fail. And if you fail, what happens? You go away from Islam. And often people that leave Islam due to doubts, because Allah is not what? Allah is not unjust. What they have done is that they have delved into waters that are not for them to swim in. And that has confused them. 
So the shortcoming is in their minds and their understanding and their weakness of perception as human. The weakness is not in truth. The weakness is not in the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so we began this discussion by saying there is constant changes in the, in the world. Physically, the world changes. And spiritually, the world changes. There is more misguidance today and tools of misguidance and channels of misguidance and callers to misguidance today than there was before in the past. In the time of Rasulullah or the time of Sahaba or the time of Tabi'een or the time of even our great grandparents. And so as we move away from the time of Nubuwa and prophethood and revelation, it is becoming more and more difficult to remain firm on the deen of Allah. And Rasulullah said, he informed us in two ahadith. The first one is that it will be so difficult that Allah will reward the one who is firm. He will give him the reward of 50 sahaba. The reward is multiplied. Because praying salah in an environment where everybody prays is easy, relatively. But praying salah in an environment where nobody cares, more difficult. Wearing hijab in an environment where all women are wearing hijab is very easy. Wearing hijab and adorning hijab in a society that is removing the clothing of modesty is extremely difficult. And so the reward is not the same. Allah increases the reward. But one has to find the way to remain firm. in the face of these challenges. And we said the challenges come from two main channels. One is creating doubts in your belief. And so here it is important that we are very careful of the information that we digest and, and ingest and we take in what we read, what we listen to. Why? Because these things will have an impact. These things will create doubt if they come from a mulhid, a person who denies Allah and denies the existence of, of Akhirah. And you cannot say, well, I just want to read for information. Your Iman is not firm enough. And if you are not uh, educated in the matters of Aqeedah and principles of belief, and you don't have firm understanding of Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah you are not equipped to listen and to take in this information that is what poisonous. That is the job and the duty and the responsibility of ulama who are equipped, who will read, who will listen, and who will give us the answers to what? To these questions that arise in order to create doubt in the belief and in the heart of the believer. And Rasulullah said that the time will become so difficult. A person in the morning wakes up in the morning, they are believing by the evening. They have left. It's not a gradual process. It happens in very short space of time. He goes to bed at night. He is a believer. Wakes up in the morning. No longer a believer. So the first is that the first channel is doubts. The second channel is desires. Fulfilling physical pleasures. And this is what on the rise is there a pleasure that you cannot fulfill today? 
Everything is available. Everything is available. Why? Because the efforts of shaitan are concentrated. This is the last part of the game. After this is the end of the world and he enters Jahannam eternally. And he made a pledge to Allah and promised Allah that I will take as many away. So if he cannot access to you through doubt, because ultimately he wants you to doubt, because doubt will lead to kufr with certainty. But if he can't get to you through doubt, he'll come to you through desire. And the sins of uh, the body are greater than the sins of the heart and the mind. However, if you commit them on a regular basis, and you are constantly setting a new record for yourself, what very easily can happen is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes away the blessing of Iman, or you die in a state that you have not made tawbah and end up in the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why it is extremely important to ask what? Ask of Allah to remain firm and steadfast and realize that actually firmness and steadfastness comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah mentions people in the past, righteous nations stood against the, the enemy. He says, وَمَا كَانَ قَوْلَهُمْ إِلَّا أَنْ قَالُوا رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا When they are faced by the challenge, they say what? Oh Allah, forgive our sins. Because our sins can be what? A cause to become weak in the face of challenges of your Iman. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَإِسْرَافَنَا فِي أَمْرِنَا And exceeding the bounds and the limits of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا Make us firm. This steadfastness actually comes from Allah. But you have to take the first step. Allah says, إِنْ تَنْصُرُوا اللَّهَ يَنْصُرْكُمْ If you help the cause of Allah, Allah will help you. You have to take the first step. You have to make the effort. And then Allah will make you steadfast. An example of this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a Imam favorite recitation. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا We all know it. As soon as you hear the Imam, you know what is going to come. This is a very important verse. Allah says, those who say, our Lord is Allah, and remain steadfast on it. تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ At the time of their death, because your time of death is a challenge like none that you have ever experienced in your, in your life. This is you moving from the world of material to the spiritual world. The temporary world to the everlasting world. At that moment when you are leaving this world, you are seeing things that are beyond your comprehension, beyond your understanding. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in relation to death, He says, فَأَصَابَتْكُمْ مُصِيبَةُ الْمَوْتِ Death is a great calamity. Not because of the physical pain. It's because of the spirit is now, the soul is able to see. It sees the angel of death. It sees the angels of Rahmah, mercy of Allah. It sees the angels of the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It hears a calling, come out to the anger of Allah or come out to the pleasure of Allah. So this is a time of confusion. No matter how much of a abid you are and you have worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all of this, this is unlike anything you have experienced. And so no amount of steadfastness is going to help you unless Allah makes you firm. It is Allah who will make you firm. 
And how does he make you firm? تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ أَلَّا تَخَافُ وَلَا تَحْزَنُ Angels come at that time. And this is a time where shaitan what? Attends to you. To every person that is dying. He comes and he tries to do what? These in your last moments tries to turn you away. There's a weak narration that he comes in the form of people that you respected and you loved. And he will say to you, my son, I have found that the truth was in the in so-and-so religion, in so-and-so religion. And he will mention all different faiths and come with different faces trying to take you away. Famous story of Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal alayhi, that shaitan came to him at the time of his death. And he said, Ahmad, you got away from me. He sat in a corner biting his nails. And he said, Ahmad, you have gotten away from me. He comes to every person. He wants every, every single human being because he sees us all responsible for his destruction. <laughs> and so he said, what to Imam Ahmad? He said, you've gotten away from me. Imam Ahmad, Ahmad said, no, not yet. Whilst I'm still alive, I have not. And I have not done so of my own accord. It is what? The support of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. According to some narrations that at the time of your death, shaitan comes and he tries to play with your mind. Right? And create doubt. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends a special angel in order to do what? To remove him away. So he is pushed away. He cannot come close to the person, the believer who is dying. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, uh, Angels come. Do not fear. Do not have any regret for the past. Don't fear. Don't worry about what you're leaving behind. Your family, your children, all of this will take care of it. We are protectors of the believers. And do not fear what is coming. Do not worry about what is coming. Allah is pleased with you. And you are going to be saved throughout the different stages. In another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, <laughs> At the time of death, an angel comes. Even if there is nobody, you know, the practice is that you should do talqeen when somebody is passing away. Right? Yes, you can read some Quran, do some dhikr, but the main one is sit by the ear and softly repeat La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. La. Why? They're, they're in a state of confusion, in and out of consciousness. Things they are seeing. There is worry, there is fear, right? In that moment, the only thing that will appease the heart of the believer is what? The remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will make him firm because Allah uh, promises that he will make the believer firm. So we are supposed to help him in this time, help him or her in this time of confusion. We say what? La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah. And likewise, angels come and they do talqeen of the believer who is leaving this world. So at the time of death, angels will come. And when a person is questioned in the grave, uh, the description of Munkar and Nakir, you are alone in that grave, angels. like you have never seen coming to question you the sound of their voice is like thunder <laughs> if somebody screams at us we get a bit shook <laughs> right? thunder teeth to the ground eyes throwing fire who will make you firm who will make who will enable you to respond Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah will make you firm. But you have to show commitment in this world. And actually showing commitment is very easy. 
Rasulullah said, Allah wants small, consistent deeds. Small deeds. He doesn't want, he doesn't want you know the, these deeds that we do just in Ramadan, just in Laylatul Qadr. They will not help us in steadfastness. We'll get reward, absolutely. You read Quran once a, once a month, but you read five juz. You give sadaqah once a month and you give 600 pounds as an example. This is good. You have the reward, but it will not make you steadfast. It will not make you firm. What will make you firm is that you read five verses every day. You read one page every day. You make dhikr every day. You give sadaqah every day. You contemplate Allah every day. You make da'wah and call people to Allah. These are the things, small actions, but regular. Morning and evening, your dua. Small, but regular, consistent. When you show that you are consistent, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you with what? Thabat and istiqama. Istiqama is what is expected from you to remain on the path. Thabat is the strength that is given to you by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remain. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us with uh, steadfastness and firmness in this deen and to enable us to stay on this path until our death and our, our last moments. Inshallah, we'll continue next week. Bi idnillahi ta'ala. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah. Subhanakallah, alhamdulillah. Subhanakallah, alhamdulillah. Subhanakallah, alhamdulillah. Subhanakallah, alhamdulillah. Subhanakallah, alhamdulillah.